Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking to some very elite entrepreneurs, not only learning about their businesses, but learning about their journeys and what they've learned about themselves through being an entrepreneur. And my guest today is Mike Gross. Now, he's a dynamic speaker, facilitator, entrepreneur coach. He's also a youth development professional, and I can't wait to talk to him more about that. He spent more than 10 years creating, designing, facilitating programs for tomorrow's leaders and those that serve them. He wants to spread a message emphasizing entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, and changing the paradigm on young people of color. He's also the founder of West Gold Fellows Summer Internship and the co-founder of an educational app startup called Kitty Credit. He's also the author of a youth entrepreneurship book called You Can, You Should, You're Paid, A Guide to the Successful Entrepreneur Mindset. And joining me today, along with a beautiful co-host of his today, is Mike. (laughs) Thanks for being a part of us. And uh, Robin as well. Indeed. Thank you for having us both. (laughs) We're excited to be here. I know. This is going to be her like podcast debut. Oh, yeah. No, she's ready. (laughs) Mike, I hit some of the highlights of your bio. Tell us a little bit more about you and your business and how you help especially youth to shock their potential. Sure. My name is Michael Gross. Thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. I am a glorified camp counselor. That's how I've always considered myself. Uh, The work that I do has been for the betterment of the next generation, despite whatever industry that I have worked in. Um, Today, we are focused on Kitty Credit. Kitty Credit is a mobile chore tracking app designed to teach children how to use credit and prepare families for the risks of using it. The way that it works is the better you do your chores, the better your score. So think of it like a missed chore is like a missed payment. The longer you've been doing a chore is like the longer you've had a credit account. The number of different uh, chores that you can complete is like having a credit mix within your credit score. So our scores are aligned directly to how FICO works. So that way it's creating these fundamental aha moments at a much younger age. If you Hmm. think back to when you first learned about credit, For the majority of us, it was through experience and usually a negative experience. Mm -hmm. Personally, it was being on a college campus. They offered me pizza and a T-shirt to sign up for a credit card. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I maxed out that card pretty quickly and then realized, oh, wait, you wanted me to pay this money back. So if someone had told me some of these things in advance, I probably would have been a little better off when it comes to how to actually use credit effectively. We know that credit is one of the most important wealth building tools that America has to offer. When used effectively, it is amazing. When used ineffectively, it is the detriment for families, generations for years to come. So Mm -hmm. our goal is to start 
at a much younger age, well before you would ever have to actually use your credit and ensure that you know how to use it effectively. So that way, when the time does come, you are not shocked or uh, confused as to what you actually need to do to, to make this work for you. I think it's really, I love the premise of this so much for so many reasons. And in fact, it's interesting because right now I've been writing a, a proposal to uh, to do some different um, talks on college campuses. And those will be talking about things like negotiating for your job and, you know, you know, how to prepare your career, those types of elements. But it's it's hard, even like negotiating a, a salary to talk to somebody who's, you know, 21 years old and say, let me help you instead of just accepting that first job and the first offer, let me help you to learn that, you know, teach you the skill. I can teach them that skill. But to your point, if you haven't been practicing that for a long time, practicing negotiation, practicing, you know, dialoguing with, you know, uh, uh, understanding how to get, you know, from the B squad to the A squad kind of thing, you know, then you don't have those skill sets built up right. and money and money management and credit is so incredibly and vitally important, but you're absolutely right. We don't know, we don't know how to use it uh, inherently. It's not a part of our genetic makeup. And frankly, not many people are using cash anymore. So it dawns on me that this must be a very, very difficult topic to to get into with little kids but yeah. if you can do it the right way early on they won't get into too much trouble hopefully yeah you know the thing is you don't know what you don't know and right. if you were never taught we can't expect you to understand it if your parents were never taught how can we expect them to instruct you on how to use right. it effectively when they were never taught this so it's a recurring compounding issue that happens in communities across this country um, yeah. Literally every day we have parents say, where was this when I was a child yeah, or no where is this for me? Because the exact same thing happens. You don't know uh, what you don't know. You were never instructed on this. So you never actually come to understand it. Many times what happens is people become gun shy and just avoid the topic altogether. Yeah. And that can be just as detrimental as using it negatively. So being credit invisible doesn't do you any favors in the same way having a poor credit score doesn't do you any favors. So right. it's the exact same thing when you are talking to college students about negotiations. Having never done this before, I might not even know this is something that I could do. Right. And speaking with many students, they're like, I didn't even know that was an option. That's how you buy a house. That's how you buy a car. I had no idea. <laughs> no one ever told yeah. me that. So how would I ever know? And you're absolutely yeah. right. You wouldn't. You know, it, um, I you well, obviously you wouldn't know this little bit about me, but my first uh, big, big job out of college. Well, first, I actually was a, a school teacher, so I taught for one year, but it was just a one year temporary position. And then there were no more teaching positions in my city because there weren't enough students. So they were laying, you know, even very well seasoned teachers off. So I I got a job with a nonprofit called Consumer Credit Counseling Service, and I was their education director. And so I taught people everything from, you know, I went into schools and taught money management courses. And I also helped people that were trying to avoid bankruptcy. But, you know, it was still every time I would go in and, you know, at that time, we actually balanced checkbooks and things like that. You know, it was amazing to me that people didn't know anything, but I had never been taught that either. And it sounds to me like nobody's been taught in the uh, <clears throat> decades since uh, 
<laughs> since I was in that job either. So it's not getting any better, is it? That was just last week. We know that. Exactly. That's funny. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And there's a couple of things that come to mind here. First and foremost, I really feel we put far too much responsibility on our schools and teachers mm-hmm. when they couldn't possibly be responsible for teaching me math, science, physical education, mm-hmm. uh behavior management, mm-hmm. uh, money management. Like we could just keep running down this laundry. Stress list management. They, they should management. be responsible for all of these things. And right. especially when it comes to your finances, it's often a really emotionally charged topic and families look at it different ways. So to put mm-hmm. that in the hands of someone outside of your household doesn't really make sense. Yeah. And you're right. People could get really fired up about that. I mean, in my parents' generation, you didn't discuss money because that was impolite. So if it's not happening in the school and it's not happening in the home, when they turn 18, they end up much like myself walking onto a college campus and (laughs) you are fresh meat for the waiting lions. Like they are just looking for you. Say, oh, you're a freshman, right? Come on oh, over. Yeah. I know you need a new T-shirt. I know you need a, a free pizza. Uh, all you need to do is sign up for this credit card. That, that won't hurt you that much. Exactly. And not knowing any better, that's exactly what we do. So that's, yeah. that's one of the big things that we focus on. Again, we start way younger, way before they ever have any kind of instance or understanding of even how money fully works. But yeah. if I can get you from that foundational level to understand, one, that money is a tool two, that credit is a tool, and three, that you can use them both effectively for your future, then we're in a better position and we don't have to do as much unlearning of bad habits. We can now just focus straight on getting you uh, set up the right way. And uh, just want to call out, you were doing God's work. So thank you for going into schools (laughs) as well as teaching. uh, That's really awesome. Much appreciated. Uh, It was great. I miss it. But I, you know, a lot of my passion behind it too was, you know, just like you, you know, that first credit card for me <clears throat> was, uh, you know, the, it was the Bon Marche. It's the, it was the, uh, the West coast version of Macy's in those days. And the first thing I bought with mine was I bought a $400 CD player and I had no CDs, <laughs> a $400 CD yeah. player. Yeah. And when that first bill came and all I had to pay was $20, you know, and you're like, Oh, that's great. That's and then bad. you realize <laughs> you're basically only paying your interest. And as it, you know, it took me about five or six months when I realized how come the balance isn't going down? (laughs) I still owe $400. (laughs) (laughs) And dang, these CDs are expensive. (laughs) Yeah, man, you are absolutely right. That is wholeheartedly the case. And on one hand, it is first getting the credit. But on the other hand, it is the responsibility of paying it back on time. And what needs to happen is we need to equate it with the promises you make being the promises you keep, but we don't often look at it that way. Uh, It's really important to consider any time you have made a financial commitment, you're making a commitment like any other. So your word needs to stand as that. So it's it's really important to get that from a a young age. And if we can start there, then everything else kind of falls in line. I love it. And that's a great line. The promises you make are the promises you keep. And that's a great point for us to take a quick break because we have a promise to our sponsor to give them some shout outs this month. So we're going to take a quick break here from our sponsor and we'll be right back. Have you ever considered hiring a virtual assistant, but didn't know where to start? Let Kukua Biz help. 
Kuku Abiz matches talented professionals from Kenya with small businesses around the globe. Affordable weekly rates allow you to have a dedicated full-time staff member to help you with anything from administrative tasks, social media management, public relations, and more. Go to kukuabiz.com today for more information or email info at kukuabiz.com. Kukuabiz, that's K-U-K-U-A-B-I-Z dot com. So we are back now with Mike Gross, and we're talking about kitty credit, but we're also talking about entrepreneurial journeys. And all month long, we are talking to entrepreneurs who, you know, get a chance to reflect a little on their entrepreneurial journey. So, you know, Mike, in in all the things that you've done, because you've been a speaker, a trainer, an author, now you've got this great new venture with this app. You know, being an entrepreneur is not always easy. What have you learned about yourself in the process and what strengths have helped you to be successful? What have I learned about myself and what has helped me to be successful? Uh, What I've (laughs) learned about myself is first that I love starting things. Um, Any opportunity to create something new from the ground up gets me excited, gets me energized, gives me the opportunity to start thinking of the myriad of possibilities that could come together to make any of these things happen. So I really love and enjoy that. Um, I'd say one of the most important things that I've learned is you cannot do this effectively without a good team. Mm, Uh, I have tried many times over unsuccessfully to run businesses on my own and it was unsuccessful. (laughs) (laughs) And in the instances where I've been able to rely on the expertise, the commitment, the understanding of others, everything has gone much more effectively. So I have definitely learned the value of a great team. And Mm -hmm. the strengths that I have that help me to succeed in business, one is I am a long-term thinker with a tactical approach. Mm -hmm. So I am able to envision the uh, final end game of what we're trying to get to, but my brain works very tactically. Like what are the next steps that need to happen A to Z? So Mm -hmm. I am fortunate that uh, I started this business with my best friend, I call him my brother. His name is Evan Leapart. So Evan is our CEO and he is the visionary big thinker. He goes out and makes all the big deals. He helps to determine the vision and where we're going. And then I can say, okay, understanding what that big vision is, what are the steps that we need to take today, tomorrow, next week, next month in order to actually achieve that? So mm-hmm. having a complimentary team has been really valuable. Um, And recognizing that my strengths aren't enough to be able to make this all work. Being able to rely on others is really what's helped kind of separate this from any other venture I've had in the past. I think that's a great realization because it comes back to, you know, this sense of people still think a self-made millionaire means it's one person who sat there and made everything happen. And not only is that never true, I mean, that's never, ever true, but it sets us up for false expectations of ourselves. Like, well, if I have to ask help, if I have to hire a marketing person, if I have to do this, then I haven't made it, which is so not true. None of us are capable of doing every single thing, but not all of us are able at different points in our business 
to bring in other people to do some of those things. Indeed. Yeah. Um, I've never liked the statement self-made literally anything (laughs) because what did your parents do? Like they were responsible (laughs) for getting you here in the first place. So everything (laughs) after that, like you've been made, like you are made in God's image. So you are, there's so many people who help you achieve whatever it is that you're getting to. Um, If nothing else, you're standing on the shoulders of giants who have already come before you and Mm -hmm. laid the foundation to be able to build the business you want after that. So Mm -hmm. I never uh, felt comfortable with the idea of self-made. It's it's definitely not the case. And if and when you decide you want to do this by yourself, it's really lonely. And even if you could do everything yourself, one, it's going to take all of the time you have. So (laughs) you are diminishing your own uh, mental health, uh, in addition to just literally your time, uh, like these are things you can't get back if you are just willing to destroy them for the sake of ego and saying, I did this all by myself, even right. when it's a lie anyway. Um, so yeah, right. I've never been comfortable with that idea. And I know without other people, none of this is working. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that when I first started, you know, shock your potential, uh, you know, in the beginning you do, you have to churn and burn yourself, you know, cause you're trying to do everything to get to that next level. And then the, when I was able to hire my first two virtual assistants, um, it was the most exciting moment. Cause it was like, Oh, it's not all me. <laughs> but then I also remembered that, you know, you also have to train those people and support them. And, absolutely. and, uh, you know, even though I've managed teams of 500 and more people, I forgot some of those lessons. So as I've gotten better and better over the years, and now my team is actually very large, I'm so thankful for taking those steps because it also means you take a little time away from maybe your income. You you have to take a little more time and put into training. You have to trust other people, but the payoff is really incredible when you get there or working and or working with a partner where you work to your strengths like you guys are and use those strengths together to build something that's completely unique. Yeah. And we have a a team much larger than the two of us. Um, Neither of us had a technical background. So Mm -hmm. building out a app was completely new for all of us. Um, Being able to manage the marketing, the public relations, even developing a team of developers, all new. So for us to have to do this ourselves, we don't know how it ever would have come to fruition. So you are a thousand percent right. And a lot of times we think when we have to bring other people in, we have to immediately pay them. And that's not necessarily the case. Uh, It doesn't always have to be monetary. It can just be one equity in the company. It can just be volunteer roles. It can just be support opportunities. It could be, uh, I will create a stipend for you at a future date based off of the work that we're doing now. So there's many different ways that you can engage other people. And it doesn't only have to be, well, I need to give you an hourly rate. And if you're not getting that hourly rate, you're not actually going to do any work with us. Uh, So there are a good number of people who are excited to support the mission and vision when you clearly lay out the mission and vision. And then once you can get to that point, then they can, there's something for them to get behind. Once they have something to get behind, we can build together And leveraging the skills, abilities, time of other people, you get way more than just that one plus one. One plus one equals eight if you can (laughs) leverage people correctly. Um, So it's more than just the two of you working together. 
I love it. It's not just creative math. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's work beyond it. I love it, Mike. I love what you're doing. Um, we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, including links to how to find out about your app and links to your book. But in case somebody wants to look you up right now, what's the best way for them to find you? Sure. So you can find our company, first and foremost, Kitty Credit in all platforms. Uh, and I am Mike Gross Online, M-I-K-E-G-R-O-S-S. O-N-L-I-N-E on all platforms the same way. Uh, we are always looking for partnerships and other opportunities. If there's anybody who would be interested in volunteering, supporting, uh, investing, we are always looking for more support and being able to build this business better so that way we can enhance our impact beyond what we're already thinking. Excellent. I love it. And great pitch for that too. I know that some of you guys like to invest in startups. This sounds like a great opportunity. Well, Mike, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Last words of wisdom, pearls of advice. A um, couple of things come to mind. The first is there's no reason you can't start today. Whatever the idea, whatever the business goal, that's not to say you will have your end of the day on day one. So there's nothing that says you can't start now, whatever you're doing. And that was the basis of my book. Uh, the idea that you're paid means probably already into doing. So the stuff you want to do in your future, you're probably already into doing it now. The sooner you get started on it, the sooner you can reach your goals and dreams. Um, the other thing that really comes to mind is I just had it. Don't lose it. <laughs> I just had it. The other really important thing that I want everyone to be able to walk away with is it's not always about the money. Um, True. and you need money to live. Obviously you have bills to pay. You have things that you need to get accomplished, but if you are only chasing the dollars, you will never have enough dollars. There has to be a bigger goal in mind for what you are accomplishing. And that mm -hmm. bigger goal can push you through those lean times, those really difficult times. I had a mentor tell me, don't quit your job yet. You haven't started making money and you don't know when the first dollar will come in. Mm. The first thing I did was go quit that job. <laughs> the, the first thing I regretted was quitting that job yeah. when I now needed a paycheck to be able to support myself through everything else that I had going on. So yeah. you don't need to, one, run away from any like nine to five or any other kind of opportunity if it is supporting you reaching your eventual long term goals. Uh, yeah. Do whatever you need to do to get to that end goal, but that doesn't mean uh, take unnecessary steps too soon. Um, yep. Make sure that you're yep. taking measured, intentional steps to to reach whatever the goals are you have for yourself. Those Very wise advice. Very wise. And I'm laughing because the first my first entrepreneurial journey, I did the same thing. I was so <laughs> wanted to do it so badly to get out of that job that I just got out of that job. Yeah, and, it didn't work uh, out so well first was, time around. He was like, Mike. I know you're going to do it. Don't do it. Don't quit the job. 
Like, Don't right, make I me won't. say I told you I so. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, I shouldn't have quit that job. I know. I love it. Mike, thank you so much, not only for sharing your story and sharing the inspiration of your app. I'm really excited about it, but also for sharing some motivation for all of us of how to keep going and uh, remember how to take those steps in order. It's been an absolute pleasure having you as a guest today. Right back at you again. Thank you for having me. It's uh, always great to be able to connect with like-minded people and any opportunity to talk about kitty credit is one I will take gladly. So again, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.